0: fitness, sports, mental health and wellness, and plant-based medicines and entheogenics. Together, we are building a stronger community, fighting the stigma and creating change with your hosts Jason Beck and Rico Lamite, joined by special industry expert correspondents from around the country and daily antics brought to you by Cannabis. Coming to you live every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and high noon on the East Coast, and thank you all for getting high at nine with us.
1: Oh, yeah, everybody. I can't, can't see myself here. What's happening, everybody? Rico Lemie here, dopest Dad on the Street. Welcome back to yet another episode of high nine news today is national almond day because who really cares about water conservation anyways no uh, national do a grouch a favor day because you all love the verbal abuse and 1914 today is the anniversary of the first flight from san fran to los angeles how's that hyperloop going motherfucking elon musk It ain't even started yet. Everybody out there watching, please like, share, and subscribe. Hit the subscribe button and follow us at High Nine News across all social media platforms. Live weekday mornings on YouTube and Twitch. Audio only on Clubhouse. And if you do choose the Clubhouse route, you can also participate by raising your hand with a brief comment on the story you presented. Getting things started today, you know who it is. It's the Green Street, Wheeling, Dealing, Mint Coat, Rocking, Private, Jet Hopping, Longest Continuously Operating Retailer in the Game, Jason Beck
0: oh yeah good morning rico happy happy thursday everybody oh man today i got a juicy juicy tale for you guys let's see where did you go where did you go little notepad there you are all right here we go here we go it's gonna it's a little doozy for everybody and everyone's gonna be probably pretty pissed off with this but las vegas that's right Delays a vote on marijuana lounge rules. That's right. The Las Vegas City Council on Wednesday postponed a possible vote on regulations for the upcoming cannabis consumption lounges. The decision came as a relief to an industry trade group and Nevada provisional license holders who hold the the hold that the council that proposed a thousand-foot distance separation between the lounges. And what they described as excessive licensing fees could set the businesses up for failure. The agenda item was rescheduled for March 1st and City for the March 1st City Council meeting. About a half a dozen cannabis industry leaders who spoke during public comment requested additional talks with city officials in the next two weeks to help draft an ordinance that makes Las Vegas a role model for other municipalities to follow said Paul Murad, a real estate professional who shares concern with the prospective applicants. Up to 15 of the business owners who were issued provisional licenses by the Nevada's Cannabis Compliance Board intend to open their, their locales within city limits. The speakers mentioned a possible district in downtown Las Vegas in which patrons could safely walk from lounge to lounge. One of the provisional state license holders Chandler cooks said that finding a location to open his lounge within the, within the distance restrictions has proved in quotes, nearly impossible. Five established Las Vegas dispensaries plan to open lounges attached to their retail spaces. While 10 such venues would operate as standalone facilities that would need to outsource their company's supply. Seven of the independent licenses were granted were granted to in quotes social equity applicants in las vegas who were negatively affected by marijuana laws before nevada legalized the adult use of cannabis in back in 2016 in the proposed ordinance initial uh, initial one-time uh, business license fees were listed at ten thousand dollars with the exception of the so-called social equity applicants who would have to pay twenty five hundred dollars The speaker said that those fees were higher than other businesses such as restaurants and wedding chapels. In a quote, they say, they need to be on the same level, not excessive, just because they happen to be cannabis, Murad said. Danny Bronikowski, who often uh, frequents the Hyatt Nine News, vice president of the Chamber of Cannabis, said the fees could create further roadblocks and deter applicants who already face financial limitations. Adding these high fees will only add to the insane amount of capital they have to raise, said Tina Ullman, president of the Chamber of Cannabis. And and in regards to the distant requirement as being problematic, Bronikowski said that the distance requirement forces applicants to find expensive, out-of-the-way, and non-profitable locations that will be hard-pressed to get business. The proposed ordinance notes that the city could waive the distance separation between lounges, but not for locations near Symphony Park District, the Las Vegas Medical District, or the Casino Resort District. The speakers did not challenge those restrictions, which also included a thousand foot separation from schools and a 300 foot distance from other public spaces, such as parks, religious institutions. Uh, Other proposed regulations in the ordinance include mandatory safety and odor control plans, an alcohol ban, the installation of 24 seven surveillance systems and no one under the age of 21 will be allowed inside and an outdoor smoking ban can be waived let me repeat that again and an outdoor smoking ban can be waived all lounges will have to pay semi-annual licensing fees depending on their earnings in clark county the only other area municipality that opted into allowing the lounges already established regulations for the up to 21 lounges that it would allow officials and industry leaders expect the lounges to begin opening later this year well not if you guys keep having delays like this you won't be opening this year but i'm gonna digress and see what y'all have to say and this is jason beck reporting for the high at nine news hour what do you gotta say
2: i gotta say that jason beck i don't know where you're coming with your fear mongering this morning but this is one (laughs) thing i am not worried about this big delay is till March first. I mean, it's not being delayed that much. It's a big um, delay. Huge, big, huge big, delay in the mind of someone like Trump. Anyway, uh the point is I went to the chamber meeting the on um, last Thursday in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And this is something that they discussed. And I don't see an issue, frankly, uh with them delaying a few weeks because this gives them more time to lobby their councilmen for the issues that they want dealt with, like this thousand foot uh limit in between uh, the different social lounges uh, to work on these issues that mean so much to them. So I welcome a delay so they don't try and pass something that is ridiculous and does not work for the people. Uh, delays can be helpful at times, especially when it comes to bad policy. Uh, so go for, the go for a chamber.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm for oh, the people. Boy. Yeah, look at this. Oh, Jason look at Beck, fear monger chief. I love this Republican <laughs> rebrand. <laughs> Motherfuckers oh, now. I like it. Amazing. I like it. Maybe, maybe we'll uh, Republicans
0: it have always been for the people. I'll consider mm-hmm. voting red. Yeah. Can we know. check That's in on right.
3: the debt though, real quick? I just I just wanted to check in, take one second. How are we doing that? on that debt? Uh what debt? What,
0: what debt are we talking about? You pay Gretchen, debt? Uh, Gretchen better check no, her mailbox.
3: No, I ain't got no money. I keep checking my mailbox.
2: <laughs> okay. better, Gretchen
0: oh, but, better oh, check oh, her no, mailbox list. Fez might have got it. Please, hold on hold on no do box. you see this do you see this new fancy microphone and fancy headphones and new fancy yeah, camera more, I didn't more than than $200 $200 in invested <laughs> 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 those are my reparations for having to deal with you Jason
2: Batson.
0: reparations oh my Ooh. god anyway, Cut it out.
2: back to the story-hmm
0: yeah I, got I mean
2: I, I I'm proud I, I, of I'm proud deal. of the
3: las vegas chamber of uh, cannabis looking out for the business owner. I mean, that's all this is. I agree with Gret- Gretchen. What is the rush? Certainly we want to rush to, you know, our freedom and uh, operate business the way we want to, but that's not the case. And it's all being worked out. And I feel like things do feel like they're moving along in Las Vegas at a, you know, a, pace at a that's snail's reasonable, pace, reasonable. Okay. A You're in California. Pace. How could you call that a snail's pace?
0: I can I can call whatever I Ooh, want to call, call it. Yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what no the Democrats that. have told me.
3: <laughs> You've been through it though. Through. You've been through it. You probably wish you had Las Vegas regulation policy I, when you started.
0: Not really. I don't not know. Not really. Not really. I, well, I opened up I opened up with no regulation. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: that's true. That's yeah. true. And, yeah. Now
0: now now, but I do think it's that it's very fascinating that they are considering having a district. And I think that would be a really cool thing in, in Las Vegas if there was, if like these businesses district. were kind of clustered together and like they made green like green light district. And well, yes.
2: that's yes. one of the issues really that fine. they talked about. It's like when people, out, only it, when people go I, out in most uh, cities, it's like you're going bar hopping from bar to bar to bar. So why yep. should a consumption lounge be any different? And that's I think what that they're would fighting be
0: awesome. So I, think I think that'd be awesome. They have like green paved sidewalks.
1: I like that. And you can oh, you can have a sponsored fucking logos on the street. Oh, that would be
0: oh, so right yeah.
3: 420 in the Greenlight Commerce, District. Call
0: us. We got. Ideas. Oh, that's how that's oh, how they're going to pay for the sidewalks over there is they're going to sell little squares to biz- advertise businesses. Cannabis be-
2: already pays Weetlaps. plenty for infrastructure. They don't need to be also be paying for their own sidewalks. They're paying. For they, should pay, else's they should sidewalks. pay for advertising. Everything they get
0: to, to advertise their business that's on the sidewalks.
1: Everything in Vegas is for sale. Let's, let's mm-hmm. be real. Yeah. So. I have no problem
0: with that. I'm good with everything being for sale in Vegas. <laughs> everything, huh, Jason? Everything. Why not? Everything's <laughs> for sale. It's a capitalistic society. Agreed. So, so, so is Vegas like a caricature of the rest of the U.S. Is that what you're saying? Uh, 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 Vegas, I would call it
1: America's playground. So it's like everywhere else in, in the U.S. wishes it could be
0: Vegas yeah pretty okay. much pretty much it. I, it. Yeah. I mean at least from a revenue perspective and a tourism perspective and all that greatness yeah. but uh we gotta we gotta move on we gotta pay a quick bill and we're gonna get right back to the news pay these bills When you want to grow some of the best weed in the world, then you must start with the best genetics in the world. Go to www.dnagenetics.shop to order regular feminized or autoflower beans. All of your favorite DNA genetics cultivars such as Kosher Kush, Skywalker Kush, and oh yeah, Chocolate Truffle Shuffle. Posting more cannabis awards for their award-winning genetics than any other company in the world. Remember to go to www.dnagenetics.sh Hop to see why our Terps don't lie. Oh, yeah. Coming up next, that's right. We have the dope dad himself. Yes, Rico Lamite, who happens today to be celebrating his 10-year anniversary with his lovely wife. So they're going to go out for a night on the town and tomorrow, Rico is probably going to be hungover. That's right, Is the dope dad himself, Rico <laughs> meat?
1: Oh, man, much appreciated. It has been 10 years long and strong with uh, my wife, and I'd like to say happy anniversary. We've been through the ringer, ups, downs, sideways, and you know what? Decade two is going to be even better. But let's talk about... Seeking Alpha's story today. So Seeking Alpha actually reported that True Leave Cannabis as being the first MSO to run ads on Twitter after these social media platform announced it would be allowing advertising for cannabis companies yesterday. Of course, CEO Kim Rivers thanked Elon Musk via tweet. Adding that advertising will on the platform will raise awareness of the benefits of cannabis. Trulieve's first ad was simple and pretty tame. Just a few smiling people posing for a group selfie, surrounding a ambiguously raced, curly-haired woman in green sunglasses making ducky faces. The text read, We are here for your best life. Quality cannabis plus personalized support. No smoke, no product images, consumption, or anything else that'd really tell you, hey, this is a cannabis ad. Nothing monumental, but I guess it's cool right? whatever. Our very own Mandy Dingler reported first on Twitter, opening its ad doors to cannabis yesterday. And a quick Google search will tell you it was definitely our industry's biggest headline by far. But is this Elon Musk following through with his self-proclaimed free speech absolutionist claims? Or is there more to the story? According to Reuters, ad sales account for about 90% of Twitter's revenue and its fourth quarter numbers dropped 40% year over year due to a slump in advertising after pretty much every mainstream company, including Apple, IBM, GM, uh, and uh, plenty more discontinued running ads on the platform due to the platform's lack of control of Nazis, racists, and lewd posts once Musk took the helm and fired all but two people on the ad desk dev team. So they had to do something to get that cash back, right? The biggest allure to advertisers and bots alike um, has been the free developer access to Twitter's API. This gave marketing companies the ability to actually track the results of running ads on the platform so you can plan out your company ad spend depending on what kind of KPIs you want to hit and adjust accordingly. Earlier this month, Twitter announced they'd be ending free API access, sending marketers and researchers scrambling how to budget going forward, as Elon said, in his effort to rid the platform of its pesky bot problem, Twitter would be charging a minimum of $100 per month for access to that valuable data. But they also left out any other details. Wired.com says the API crackdown will hit more than just bots, and by cutting off free access to the API, it'll also prevent researchers from accessing its data, stopping them from analyzing how misinformation and hate speech spreads on social media. In the past few weeks alone, academic researchers have used free API access, API access to Twitter, to track all activity on the platform in a 24-hour period. Map how insurrectionists who tried to overthrow the US government on January 6, 2021, coordinated on the platform and even estimate the proportion of users that are bots on the platform as well. So with $100 a month being the bottom of what's to be expected going forward, uh, from Twitter's API monetization model, the announcement of opening ads up to weed, in my opinion, is just another unnecessary tax for cannabis companies. And only the biggest of the big will be able to afford effective campaigns in the near future, like TrueLeave. Sure, you'll be able to use what we call in the digital marketing world, the spray and pray method, where you just throw a bunch of shit out into the void and hope that it lands on the eyes of and ears of who you wish for. But if you can't afford access to the API, you're shooting blindfolded. So I guess Twitter really is taking a page from weed maps as the cannabis platform is generally known for shadily blocking customers from accessing essential data linked to ROI and has earned the title over the years as a necessary evil to those who have paid for it. So I'm pretty sure everybody here will be using Twitter uh, to advertise their own companies to the masses on, on one level or the other. But my question is this, how much, are you guys willing to spend for monthly access to the data necessary for tracking your own personal um, uh, ROI or is this spray and pray method cool with y'all too? This is Rico to meet dopest Dad on the street for high at nine news. Interesting to, uh, to hear what y'all think about this.
0: I'm i I'm a little com- confused on this. You're saying, you're saying that they're, that they're hey. charging for their, for the data that, yep. that, that you, that of like who targets on the ads. Yes. Or who clicks on the ads. All of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're selling it through a website, you're going to get that information anyway, right? No, you're going to have to pay for access to all of that information going forward. And do they have any any, any rates already posted available for this? Recovery? Elon said it's going to be a minimum
1: of $100 per month. Um, He did not give any other um, details on any of that information. So you can run as many ads as you want, but you can't track anything. And um, you can pay what you want, but you can't track anything. And it's gonna be starting at a hundred dollars a month. So who knows? Hmm. So
3: they're just they're what you're <laughs> just saying, Rico, is they're just gathering information on, you know, just user data information and selling it back to their advertisers, the people who are supporting the platform. Is that right? Sounds like it. I mean, that's what isn't that Who doesn't standard? Do that?
1: Yeah. No, you can do it for free. And you can use other um, other services to do it for free. Every, Who does um, it for free? Why clients? would I do
3: that for free? Well, I want to know you that do it my getting the, the right we do on, person.
1: You can do it on Clubhouse. You can do it um, up till now. You can do it on Twitter. You can do it on Facebook. Um, yeah, but
2: uh, if you want the good analytics,
3: you got to pay for them. Mm-hmm. Everyone will give you some free data. On Twitter?
1: You've never had to. You've never had to on Twitter before.
3: We don't know what we had access to on Twitter. They only showed us what they wanted to show us. No, I think. So, that's yeah, no, the
1: Democrats no, were stifling everything, bro. We watched all this. It's been a free API until recently.
3: Um, and, yes. Cool. So, so they're what... going to
1: start charging people immediately. I'm um, they're going to start charging people immediately. And this is, um, um, they said it's going to give access to pretty much everybody uh, to, uh, to their platform. However, it's going to cost them going forward. So people yeah. don't know how to plan for that. They don't, you, know, you don't know how to plan. You do not know how to plan your budget going forward. And if you're a small company trying to start up, like what if you have cannabis ads starting at $500 a month or $1,000 a month? There's no telling how much it's going to cost.
2: I, I'm, I'm, no oh, offense. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick Call and business. tired of having to take care of the lowest common denominator. If you can't hack it, get out of the game. I mean, this is what business is. You need to learn how to budget. You need to put together an ad spend. You need to know how to figure this out. And if you're incapable of that, you shouldn't be getting free handouts. That's not how Twitter stays in business. I love it when people want me to do my job for free for the cause. The cause ain't paying for my rent. The cause ain't paying for my groceries. I mean, this is ridiculous that we keep going back and forth about oh, everything has to be free, free, free for this industry because we're so poor and destitute. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> <You never laughs> how to pay for shit? job.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I'm
2: uh-huh. sorry. That gets me worked up.
0: Yeah, all that commie talk, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> how much how much are you willing to pay how much,
0: is I, pay, much? I pay 100 bucks i how mean i work
2: much? with clients we look at ten thousand dollar ad spends a month i mean it depends yeah. on what you're willing to do
0: right i thought it was the name of the game was pay to play oh it yeah. is paid it is play. To, pay well to okay pay. then then i don't see Twitter the problem, has
1: been a darling What's the problem? To advertisers up until recently because of this well that's because it's gonna...
0: actually being been run by someone that actually knows how to run a company Really? And not just a bunch of ideologues.
1: They lost nearly half of their revenue thanks to just letting uh, a bunch of Nazis and racists run rampant on the platform. Oh, stop it. Those stop names. It. Those names.
3: Stop it. We got to stop name calling, man. Stop, stop it.
0: You're being crazy. Down 40% crazy. year over year. It's
3: not a good look. Stop it.
0: We're down 40% year over year. <sighs> they could be, be down right now. Don't worry. They're going to have other companies that come in and fill those voids. I'm not worried about that.
3: <clears throat> and guaranteed, you still log on in the next 24 <laughs> hours. So it's like... You know,
1: yeah, I don't care. I mean, I don't, I don't care either way. So, I mean, they're getting rid of the backpedal, making it harder for people to get on here and advertise. With cannabis companies already struggling for cash, they're clamoring Uh, over the all over the big news. They're seeing it's all big news that we have an access to a platform to advertise. It is big
2: news. Is it
1: another tech? But is it another tech? We've
2: had nothing, no way to advertise. So it is big news. Yes. international uh platform is like go ahead you can finally be here mm-hmm. yes yeah. that's big news yeah. Rico
0: I'm not saying it's not I'm yes, just you know I, yeah. Rico, I, just Rico, Rico, I have a question I mean, have a question everybody's
1: stuck on the fact that is um that it that is available but how much are you willing if to pay you, for if it? you
2: got on here and you told me that Elon was going to start charging 50 people 50 grand a month to right. access the data I'd have an issue hundred bucks a month no suck it up
0: Yeah, hey hey, Rico, what do you, what do you, um, what's the difference between the moonwalk and a backpedal? One you walk back, the other one you run back, but either way, you're backpedaling, baby. How's
1: that backpedaling? It's all, whether you're moonwalking, whether
0: you're taking a slow stride or running for the hills, it's all backpedaling, bro. My
1: my simple question there was like, how much would you be willing, how much is too much here?
3: Every company has a different. Hundred bucks. To that. I think a oh, hundred bucks okay. is
1: a great place to start. It's how amazing. much?
0: Is, no, but who? How much is too much? Depends, depends on like how much value market. you're getting out of that Rico, and 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 basically the market is going to dictate uh, how much people are going to pay because it's going to be based off the value for which they view that data. Because if they view that view that all of a sudden that it's too expensive, they'll stop. How much? And then they'll, pay they'll pay be for,
1: like, how much? Do you, how much have you um, um paid for WeMaps over the year?
0: I paid over f- the years. far too much. But it's far but too valuable average, at the same time yeah, too. My, my, clients on, my clients, on
1: average, were paying, um, as a between like five and ten thousand a month on ad spend for maps, right? Mm-hmm. And they were getting zero data back. They couldn't really track any of that. Um, they would always say, "Oh, well, we use maps, We know that it works, but we have no way of really saying how much it really works." Well, you know what? Uh, I, I go
0: to that. That 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 yeah. is dependent upon how they operate their business. Because I'll tell you what. Sure. Any anytime we would get a first time, uh, first time person, we would specifically ask them how how they found us, and a majority of people said we'd. guess what? We could quantify our ad spend just by communicating with people. Word of
1: mouth is the worst way to track any of just by communicating.
0: Communicating Communicating with people people, is one of the best ways to to gain actual data.
1: People are gonna say that shit just to just to, just to set you up. You, you can't. No, really they're not. That. That's that's not. People don't. People reliable. don't.
0: People don't just come in and say, "Oh, I found you," because uh, from Weed Maps, if they didn't find you on Weed Maps, no, that's total BS.
1: One million fucking percent. That's the worst. Total. Way of tracking this
0: shit. Total. Total that's BS, bro. Wow. Are, are you saying that word
3: of mouth and like actually talking to customers is the worst way to track data?
0: That's what yeah. he's saying. I smoke, don't. I don't. Man. Yeah, he's tripping. He's Are you,
1: have you Have you ever run data sets and seen behind the scenes? Like men lie. People Where do you lie, think data, data comes from?
3: Lie. People put the data in the system, bro. Come when you on. actually
1: see the information, when you actually see the data, when you actually see the charts behind the scenes, that is what is accurate. You put the information where'd you, where'd you, where'd you, in the charts, you though. Oh, you, I oh, I heard it from a friend. Oh, I, uh, the first thing that comes to mind weed maps, right? No. No. No, no, that's, no that's big news, bro. It's like not trackable.
0: Yes, it is. It's a totally trackable. Okay, I like so, what Justin. Right, I like so, what Justin so, had so, to so say you're about paying, this. If you're
1: paying, if you're paying ten thousand dollars a month, like, you follow me on this. If you're paying ten thousand dollars a month for Weedmaps, Maps, right? It's hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, right? If you have no way of tracking that and sending that to your investors for your company, how are you going to explain one hundred twenty thousand dollars ad spend on Weedmaps Maps when you have nothing to show for that? How are you going to show for? Uh, if show it's that not program, working, you program? don't pay
3: it. That's what that uh, comes down yeah, to. I'll tell you if what, it's Rica, not working. If people I'm, are coming I'm, in the door. What I'm
1: you, what I'm you. Then we'll chat, watch what happens to your bottom line. Then. Well, I'm not saying t- take it away, but why would you continue to pay top dollar for a uh, for a service that's not giving you the data that you need But you to, are. to grow exponentially when mainstream
0: because there is no other competition that competes with them that's given you that information. So you're going to have to extract it yourself and be a big boy and put your pants Maps on really does that. and learn yep. how to run a business. Why
1: do you think WeMaps is, is, is struggling right now? Because emerging markets find no value in weed maps for paying thousands of dollars a month when you can just do that on Google right now. Find nearest dispensary near me. Data I matters. I don't. I don't, if I don't, don't know. have. If you don't have that data to give to people, people are going to uh, stop paying you for access to that information.
2: Rico, I do agree with you uh, that it's important to be able to track your data, and I do believe that there was a bigger need at the beginning of this industry for weed maps. And Google has certainly taken over the role of how do I find a dispensary? But if you're looking for reviews, if you're looking for a little more in-depth than just an address, right. people are going to go there.
0: Um, doc, Dr. Mary, can, can you speak? Are, yeah. Are you I'm muted? Unmuted. All right. There we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. All right. <laughs> what, what, what do you think about this data, Dr. Mary? I mean, you deal with all these medical files and all kinds of data. What do you think about this?
4: I mean, I, I, I it, analytics are important to follow, I think, in whatever company you're trying to build and seeing if we can uh, I, I, and, and expecting people to pay for the analytics. I'm not crazy about it, but it doesn't sound like a huge part of the budget, at least at this point.
0: I mean, and at the same time, if you are paying a huge, uh, huge budget on analytics, it's probably because you're doing even larger revenue and you can afford to pay for it. It's called business capitalism raising the bar.
1: Y'all are making y'all making me the boogie bear right here. I said I, all I y'all asked was how much. How much you're making yourself? You're making yourself that much. I said how, how much? much are you going to how pay? much should people that be paying for a Happy
2: Cabbage? How about you tell us that? How much should people be paying for Happy Cabbage for that data and analytics?
1: It depends on the ROI. All
2: right.
1: But I'm not going to sell like on on stage okay. here. But yeah, you know, it depends on the ROI. If the ROI is worth it, then you should pay it. And what I'm saying, all right, if the I'm, ROI is
2: it's there, it's there for people with weed exactly. Yeah. And let me tell you something: it's worth
0: alone. it's it's, de- it's definitely worth it for the ROI on Twitter for a hundred bucks a month just to even see it, test it, test drive it, the, and believe even base. see what it can do for a year and see what it does. He said that it's that worth twelve hundred bucks. That's cool. That's, the that's cool. That's the baseline. That's the starter. That's the start. You right. know what I'm saying? You're, that, yeah, you you may not have no power windows, but you can still roll your window down.
2: <laughs> i can spend i can spend a hundred dollars on a linkedin ad no problem i know it's not going exactly. anywhere exactly i know what if i want to spend money i gotta spend the money that's how it works
3: yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. All right. oh rico they think you find mids on yelp it sounds like I find on yelp. <laughs> <laughs> to i'm gonna lock in i'm thinking i'm gonna Does lock y- in this yelp really exists does this yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think I am going to lock in these prices now. I think it'd be a good deal to sign up for at least a hundred dollar package because uh, Justin is right. Prices yesterday are not uh, today's of prices. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, inter- I'm so interested. I'm interested in seeing more people on what the the prices are only going to go up. I'm interested because, in seeing what yeah, the packages look like. going on in like America
1: overall. What is included with them? That's what I want to see. You with us? Yeah, you there we go. I'm here. You there? you there are you there you got the next door
3: it's okay keep it moving
0: let's yeah. keep it going all right, here we go come tripping. your road what's going on man yeah i don't know <laughs> it keeps dripping it, it drops off all of a sudden i can't hear anybody i have to oh, replug man. it in so i'll be sorry good. for the audience out there I don't know. it might be the feds it might be the feds brother probably, probably Jesse, Hunter biden's laptop
1: you figure your shit out here um, Up next, she's a spicy redheaded conservative, questionable Ties, to oligarch-funded sources, and still has not Collected that $200 from Jason, but he says that it's
0: paid for Through equipment I think Judge Wapner is going to have to defend uh, Going to have to decide you were, what- you were here when I put the money in an envelope and mailed it to her Are you serious right now? I don't know, man, I ain't no snitch, bro Gretchen Galey, what do you have for us today? <laughs>
2: Alrighty. Well, my headline today is coming from Green Market Report, and the headline is less than 1% of cannabis farmers in the county have transitioned to full permits, and they're referring to Mendocino County. A trade organization representing hundreds of small cannabis farmers in Mendocino County asked for urgent intervention by the state to save their marijuana cultivation permits in a letter sent to Governor Gavin Newsom and the Director of the State Department of Cannabis Control. The letter dated February 8th and penned by the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance asserted that Mendocino County officials have spun their wheels for years in an ineffective attempt at standing up a local cannabis licensing program that jobs with all state requirements. Mendocino's cannabis program has reached a breaking point and reports that only six out of 841 farmers, less than 1% have been able to obtain full annual state cultivation permits largely due to local licensing dysfunction. For years, much of the state's legal cannabis companies have been operating on provisional permits that don't require full compliance with state environmental regulations and other rules, but that temporary transition phase is coming to an end this July. The MCA letter warns that unless something drastically changes, county officials only expect 256 of the farms to transition to full licensure by a state-imposed deadline of July 1st. If the estimates were correct, it would suggest that approximately 75% of cultivators who entered the permitting process in good faith beginning in 2017 will be unable to obtain a state license. While we, while we believe this estimate is unacceptable, we also unfortunately believe that it is optimistic in light of the program's current trajectory. But the MCA said it's skeptical even the 256 will survive and keep their licenses due to a reported staffing shortfall at the county level. The 16-page letter outlines a series of year-long problems at the county level and notes that by comparison, 62% of farmers in Humboldt and 23% in Trinity Counties, which along with Mendocino Compromise, the famed cannabis-producing region of the Emerald Triangle, have obtained full cannabis full annual cultivation permits. The letter asks the governor, the DCC, and the legislature to intervene in Mendocino County, but does not make any specific policy requests. The role of local government in processing applications must be addressed at the state level in order to provide good faith operators with a path forward. To date, however, no response has been received from the governor's office or the DCC, said Michael Katz, the executive director of the MCA. Kat said, if nothing changes, then potentially hundreds of farmers will lose their ability to grow cannabis legally, and that will have economic ripple effects. It's a community-wide socioeconomic collapse we're headed for. If we can't provide support to help the small batch operators weather this this downturn, what we need foundationally is for these farmers to not have to worry every 15 minutes that they're going to lose their license and have some stability to weather the market conditions. The Mendocino County Cannabis Department did not immediately respond to requests request for a comment on this story. Uh, Newsom needs to step up here. Uh, the cannabis, uh, the, the DCC out there in California, they need to step up here. People need to take care of Mendocino County. I don't know what the hell they're doing at the local level there, uh, but clearly it's not working and the state needs to step in. Uh, we've seen this in multiple programs all over the place that the locals do not know how to deal with stuff. Um, and we are really going to lose uh, a great deal if mendocino farmers can't get licensed this scratch of pride night news
1: um, wasn't it wasn't it um, 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 um sacramento or uh, wasn't it the 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 state stepping in, which what really killed mendocino in the first place you
0: I mean <clears throat> yeah but, I mean licensing yeah. I, I, if you want to consider that the state stepping in, then yes, yeah, I mean you're I saying mean, when
2: yeah. cannabis went legal, is that what you're referring to
0: yeah. Just the way uh, with Prop sixty four, yeah, that's what that's what he's talking. He's referring to Prop sixty four, yeah. Gretchen. But the reality is, I mean, uh, outdoor weed, okay, is not the most desired product on the shelf. Says you, not to mention, the not to, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> on, not not to mention, it degrades the fastest, and because of these crazy guidelines that we have, um, farmers aren't able to store their cannabis properly for optimum. Uh, Optimum freshness when it reaches the end user consumer. And so because of that, you have a subpar product that's already even a more subpar product by the time it gets to the customer.
2: Mm -hmm. I I don't care what you say about subpar product when less than one percent. Of licensees are going to get a full license. That is a complete breakdown of the system. I totally (laughs) agree
0: with you. I totally agree with you, Gretchen. I totally agree with you. And that's why we need interstate trade, because that's the only thing that's going to bring the market to where California wants it to be this vintage type of thing in regards to outdoor weed.
2: No, absolutely not. That was going to be my question. Is get rid of the municipalities. They they're not helping. They're terrible. I agree so with you, Gretchen. I agree.
0: Get rid red red of the take. municipalities. I'm with that all the take way. Them out of, get rid. Take them out get of the rid mix. of local control. Get eliminated. Yes,
3: local control is horrible.
0: Yes. What do you have to say? What were you saying, Liz?
3: I mean, local control, when we say local control is horrible, and then we have to trust the state to make rules that work for the entire state. You know, being from Texas, you know, we grow that, you know, boof on our windowsill. Mm Y'all know how it is. Um, Backdoor boogie. That's right. That's right. That's what it comes down to. But it just really sucks and it's really sad that we can't have you know, um, local control or controlled by counties. Um, and based on what's best for the county and that community's needs, you know, the cannabis industry looks very, very different across the country. And there is a market for this outdoor, beautiful, Grown vintage, as you said, Jason. You know, I mean, it's just sad that this fucking market has to bow down to the fucking policies of the market that's the indoor grow, the scale grow, the get it out there and go. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just outsider looking in. That's what I'm seeing. And it really sucks. So. Well, I
4: think- all depends, too, Liz, on where you are in the development of your market. I mean, if you're in a in a if you're trying to for look at the psilocybin market, that is moving forward because the place that the counties, small regions that are making psilocybin something that they are not going to prosecute and not going to consider illegal allows everybody else to start thinking about these products uh, as safe and, and, uh, and able to be uh, tolerated within their community. But then you get into these other situations where, I mean, you have a fully mature market. It's time for the, uh, the, the local, you know, people to step down and let something uh, broader uh, be in charge. Yeah.
0: I mean, I like, I like what Justin says. He said, I had to move after 35 years living in Santa Cruz. Boo-hoo, I don't get an ocean view from my greenhouse. Can I please get some reparation? What do you say about that, Gretchen? No, but you
3: can get some pity for sure. That sucks. I, I'm I, like, I, I feel whitewashed.
2: Whatever. I don't. I don't believe in this. I. If you have to move, you have to move. That's bullshit. Um, I think Jason. I don't care what you say about outdoor being terrible. Everyone who I have ever brought home cannabis to. Loves the outdoor. No one has ever said to me when they Of course, because they... you live
0: when in the smoke... swamp. It's the land of booth smokers. I'm
2: saying the booth smokers don't care for the indoor. They like the outdoor. That's because they, they don't the know outdoor. any
0: better. They know, they're but they're an is... uneducated consumer. Okay. They don't why have an why is acclimated it or palate.
3: why is it fucking They don't or? have a
0: they don't have an acclimated palate.
3: Oh, oh, oh yeah.
2: I don't know the have... there sitting there in Mar a No, what yeah. the... this is just a complete breakdown by the local government. Uh, the farmers in the Emerald Triangle took a huge leap of faith when they went for their licensing. They did. Ago. And the fact no, that this no. canny cannot get it together is bullshit. These people, the suicide rates are up in that region. Businesses are going under. These people have given their lifeblood for this plant and they yes. can't get a fucking license it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's. It,
0: it, I mean, I mean, they get the license, but the thing about it is, is that is that they can't afford to keep keep going, and on top of all the erroneous fees, it all has to do with money. Fees, no, it all has to, money. It has to do with fees, fees. It all talking talking about it? Hey, about- hey, it hey, it, hey, it do all has that. to do with Did you that. listen I, to just a playing.
2: word that I said? Yes. This story is about hey. the local municipality not having the staff, not having the capabilities to transition people who already have provisional licenses to their legal, to their full term license. This is Aggression. not people who all of a sudden I want to get a license. These are people who have the provision did what they're supposed to and can't get the pay. So what you're
0: saying, so what you're saying, Gretchen, is in regards to this is all that this county needs. They just need one or two people in there and they just need to stamp everybody and just approve them just for the sake of approving them.
2: No, I'm not saying one or two people. I'm saying like what you're advocating there and actually get these people licensed. And if you want to keep small batch operators going, like I know so many around here want to, then you need to be out there and actually supporting them. I mean, governor or government is not about just handouts. Government is keeping people moving. And allowing this industry to thrive, and if we're just killing it with red tape, what's the fucking point?
1: Hey, Gretchen, I, I agree with mm-hmm. you wholeheartedly on all those points, but how is this not a handout if the government steps in right here? It's
0: not a handout. Not a handout. all they have to do is make an extension. It's oh, going to be an easy is fix. Send us some more yeah, they'll get and through Baker. this. They'll get through uh, this. I mean, they'll I, be I, fine. I'm I, not. I, the farmers are going to be all right. The ones that are going to make it through. But I do think that this is part of a general all push to consolidate the market up there yes. and so where there's only a few people that are really producing and those are going to be the brands that that end up uh earning the right to be you know the uh you know, the whole from Mendocino County, from Humboldt, right. the whole Appalachia It'll status. be branded. It'll be exactly. branded. Yeah, sponsored by Careleaf. And, and then, um, uh, <laughs> well, they're, they're out of California now, Rico, so probably going That's right. It's
1: gonna be, they're going to be sponsoring this shit. They're not going to be out here active. They're just going to be buying them up and then making money off of them. Um, so
2: if, if, if the, Mendocino bar, needs some volunteers here, <laughs> to, to come out there and help push some paperwork and put some staples in things, I will go. I hold on hold on community. i think
0: i think i think i think we have a conspiracy going offer. on because in the comments uh, uh justin's saying uh mendocino doesn't want them to have a license so maybe the county doesn't want to have all these weed growers out there and they just want their are getting paid off by the wine industry which doesn't yeah. like the weed growers
1: yeah and and if it, there would no there would not be any mendo there would not be any of, of the um the success of um that area if it wasn't for the weed industry so we definitely need to bail them out. We need to make sure that we preserve uh, Mendocino County and everything that's going on in the Emerald Triangle because that well, is our Bordeaux, right? No that's one, one is
2: looking for a bailout. <laughs> People are looking for them to do their damn
4: jobs. No
2: one's looking for a handout.
4: The wine growers make sense, though. There's more to this than just that they're, that they're not protecting the weed people. They want to use the land for something else. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just it's been well, very consistent. And you can pretty much grow this stuff anywhere anymore because we're growing it in a greenhouse. So move mm-hmm. all the weed grows to Iceland and transport it from there. I mean, nobody cares about the weed growers in in the, you know the OGs. We mm-hmm. care, but nobody yeah. else cares.
0: Very wrong. Oh. Just
2: throw away appellations is just a r- ridiculous.
0: I, I I agree with you, Gretchen, but you know what it's happening.
2: Where is happening. Where's Steve Blosingham when I need him?
0: I, I know. I was I was yeah. looking for him. I was looking for him. He's, he's in the red room today. Waiting. He's not there today. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna feel so bad he missed out on this today. We got <laughs> but we gotta he's coming. Yeah, we gotta keep it moving. We gotta go to a commercial real quick. Keep it gonna, moving.
4: Yeah. A true classic OG. We live by one motto, stay true. We stay true to our legacy cut of true OG that's always fresh, piney, gassy, and delicious. We represent the spirit and hustle and diversity of our great city of angels, and we stay true to the spirit of this plant, doing everything in-house to ensure that you get the highest quality and consistency with every batch. And that's what made us LA's favorite OG. True Classic OG, stay true Los Angeles.
0: The thoughts and opinions and general overall shade thrown a high on nine news are those of the individual speakers and not those of any other speaker or its followers. The statements made do not constitute legal or accounting advice and our speakers make no representation regarding the legal status of any substance in any country, area, or territory or of any authorities. The views expressed in this room do not establish any fiduciary relationship and our sponsors do not imply or constitute any endorsement by us or the expression of any other opinion whatsoever on the part of any speaker on stage. If you're an easily offended person, this show Is probably not for you. Also, maybe you should go and support a Mendocino farmer. Oh, man. (laughs) Agreed. That's rough. Run run the ad, Adam.
1: Oh yeah, this Lone Star State advocate and storyteller's co-founder, Grow House Media, and she's also the host of Feminized Podcast, where she interviews some of the dopest women in the game and provides tips on growing your windowsill Delta Eight flower. But um, sweater game is quite on point today. I think she is also responsible for the whitewashing that you see on the top of my screen <laughs> right here. Coming to the stage, you know who it is,
0: Liz Gro.
3: Oh, so great to be back. I love Thursdays. Thanks all for having me join this amazing conversation. And um, yes, I am the Fruit Loop granny. So I really appreciate that compliment. It makes me feel good. Um, but what doesn't make me feel good is this story that I'm about to share with you today though. Okay, you guys, it's coming out of Rhode Island and I'm calling it the anti-sesh bill. It's a Rhode Island bill to criminalize marijuana use in groups of three or more people. Okay, this bill was introduced in Rhode Island, which sought to make illegal to have cannabis at gatherings of three or more people and impose fines of $500 to $1,000. So this bill has been withdrawn now, and it's being reworked, okay, according to its sponsor. If it's passed, the proposal would have restricted adults' use of cannabis, legalized, which was legalized in Rhode Island last year. Um, I love it. I'm from Texas' biggest state talking about Rhode Island. We give a shit, you know. Um, Everybody has cannabis bullshit, right? Um, But this bill would have required hosts to take all reasonable steps to prevent the use or possession of marijuana or other controlled substances by anyone at the gathering, making the first of its kind in a legalized state. So what's crazy is that you would have to basically tell your guests like, okay, y'all, only two of you, only three of you can go out and smoke on the patio right now. Like what? Who are these fucking people writing this nonsense? So the bill's co-sponsors didn't respond uh, to requests for comment. Um, but one Rhode Island hemp producer, uh, Lovell Farms, sounded an alarm late last week about the legislation, warning on social media that penalties could fall disproportionately on black people. The company cited a 2014 ACLU of Rhode Island report that found the police departments in the state arrested black people at rates of up to 9.14 times higher than other races. Um, so what he said was, uh, what would implementation... What would implementation of this law look like? It would probably be disproportionate fines for people of color. So, guys, I am really, really excited to hear what you think about this story from the tiniest state in the country, um, coming from the largest. This is Liz Gro reporting deep in the heart of Texas for Live at 9 News.
4: Is Texas the largest state? I thought California was. No, it's Texas.
0: Texas is the largest state, but California is the most populated.
2: Are we talking
3: geographically?
2: Because then Alaska (coughs) would
0: be the largest. That's true.
3: That's true. That's true. That's true. And we love Alaska Uh, and we respect Alaska. (laughs) But when we're talking about in the country. uh, Yeah. No, but it's just, it's it's insane. The continental
0: United States.
3: Thank you. Thank you. What are these people thinking? What are these people really what literally are they thinking? thinking?
4: And is it $500 to $1,000 a person who's smoking, or is it that the party gets fined? Is this like if you have a pop party, they'll fine you? Yeah, yeah. Basically. Hold on, how many people but live? We went from to three people, right? No, we're,
0: Hold on what, what about if you go out to out to your man cave and you and your your brother and your brother-in-law are all sitting around smoking a joint this is basically you're you're going to be liable for this and and I and I hate 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 this so much because this is something that the DEA used to do to us uh, back in the day in the in the early early days um, anytime you are with Uh, to others it can be uh, labeled a conspiracy and you can get charged for conspiracy and when we would have our consortium meetings with the different dispensaries we were always at risk for the uh, for the dea to come in and charge us with conspiracy for just being at a meeting with just the the store owners in the city
2: boom i love how this is sponsored by six democrats of course it's sponsored by the six democrats
3: what the fuck it's mm-hmm. just insane. It's just absolutely insane. But, you know, you're, you know, going from Las Vegas where they're fighting for, you know, where they're making, leg- you know, policy for around lounges because they're excited about them and talking about a green district. And then you use freaking Rhode Island where they're like, no, mm-mm, don't don't try it. It's like
1: so Rhode What if just they
3: did that for keg parties or bars, anti, anti- bars sesh. Would be fucked.
1: anti-sesh, anti-sesh, yeah. they want you to smoke alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's so. They're, they're gonna. They're yeah, gonna they create mean, this. They're gonna create this stoner
0: pulling aesthetic. The, the, the stoner. And pulling people over. They should just I mean, call they, this the anti-event bill.
4: Maybe if they're not going to pull people over and charge them for, maybe if they can't search the car anymore, maybe, maybe if is, is flour legal there? Because if people are smoking flour legally and, they, and the smell doesn't result in a search of the car and doesn't lead to all of the subsequent funding of the private prison system, maybe what they want to do is start coming into your home. So if your neighbor calls and says there's a weed smell, they can come. And if there's more than three people in your home, they, yeah. that's, that's easy money
0: yeah we don't that. need government in people's homes more no. than we already have them
4: I fucking
3: hate that it's, it's the worst
0: awesome. yeah yeah it's the worst. what do you think about this Gretchen? you you think this this I think this is shameful
3: terrible, horrible
2: I didn't support this. Freaking yeah. Democrats supporting it? Go figure. Demo- Democrats in Rhode
0: Democrats Island supporting it? Oh, ah, bullshit! Yep. Vote, vote bullshit. red. That's what we try it's to tell you. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's mm-hmm. always the Republicans saying it's Democrats' fault. You know,
0: it's
3: <laughs> <the Republicans' laughs> fault.
1: But it's both y'all's fault. Y'all are both. The, y'all. y'all are, I want to you
0: know, know who's, who's pay is The people, the people, the people that get these fines are going to be the ones paying. Okay.
3: Yeah, but who's paying that's the lawmakers to write this dumb shit? Because you know that's motivated by something by some lobby group you know it is you know it's Probably, yeah i don't know it's it like what it's exposed ridiculous. come on you, you know you know you know what i think you know what i think
0: life. you know what i think their overall intention uh it, what they're actually trying to do with this bill is i think they're actually trying to like ban cannabis events overall from being yeah. able to happen in the state yeah. that's what i think is happening overall with this but they wrote it so that it's so restrictive that on three or more like it's like it's get out of here you guys they want you they want you to become a
1: stereotypical stoner that, uh, that they had in the ads you know the dude melting on the couch and shit like that they, they want you mm-hmm. to become that person and not be a social stoner like fuck no. this law,
3: back fuck in the basement
1: yeah.
2: well no. it is going back for a rewrite so we'll see what they come up with on the rewrite of
0: this oh, piece of okay. legislation well i hope i'll you keep quick. you posted that'll yes. be fun
3: that'll be fun
0: I mean ridiculous. And Rhode Island is the <laughs> smallest state, isn't it? Gretchen? It is the smallest state. Yes, yeah, the smallest state. It's the only state with one congressman and two senators. It's a ridiculous. They should just merge with Delaware. So we should just do away with the electoral um college altogether, right? Right,
1: Jason.
4: I love no, not at all. You drive the three blocks to get into another state to party <laughs> <laughs> safely. Uh, hey, but hey, yo, hey, 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 Rhode Island, they yeah,
1: be in, they be getting it in in Rhode Island.
0: With two people mm-hmm. parties, right? oh, two people oh, parties <laughs> it takes two oh. to party. Oh so boy, we, the we we got mm. to we got to go to our final ad real quick. Let's let's run that, Adam. That's right. Coming up next, she's an integrative medicine and a two-time and best-selling author who loves to stroll Manhattan up and down the Strip. That's right. It is Dr. Mary Clifton.
4: Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, another Thursday I've got uh, an article here from Marijuana Moment from Kyle Yeager, Uh, North Carolina Senators discuss medical marijuana bill as the House leader signals a new pathway to passage in his chamber. A North Carolina Senate committee discussed a bill to legalize medical marijuana on Wednesday and top House lawmakers giving new signs that his chamber is positioned to enact reform after blocking similar legislation last year. The Senate Judiciary Committee held a hearing on the bill from Senator Bill Raban, a Republican, with some discussion on proposed amendments. If the proposal clears the panel at the subsequent meeting, it will have two more committee stops before potentially heading to the floor. The measure would allow patients with qualifying conditions such as cancer, epilepsy, post-traumatic stress disorder, and multiple sclerosis to possess and purchase cannabis from licensed dispensaries. During the committee hearing, Rabban uh, emphasized the simplicity of the legislation and said he's hopeful that this will be the last time that he will have to push for a reform. The sponsor stressed that the legislation was drafted to ensure that the medical cannabis program would be tightly controlled while maintaining penalties for non-medical use of marijuana quote, you have to start somewhere, he said, as lawmakers can, quote, learn as we go and grow as we learn. (laughs) I love that they're going to grow as they learn (laughs) if the law needs additional revisions down the line. Advocates are confident that the bill will make it through the Senate as the prior version did during the past session. What's been less certain is how the GOP-controlled House will approach the issue. And, and then it goes on to talk about other other issues, specifically in one other thing. But the devil is in the details. There can't just be wide open recreational use. There needs to be a true medical reason for it. There has to be a prescription, supervision, all that kind of stuff. It can't just be a reckless way to expand recreational drug use. So I think something will happen along those lines. And so I, I there's I, I think it's, Wonderful to see these medical uh, marijuana bills passing in these states that I just expected to be among the very last to adopt. And it's got to be, you know, the tax benefit and the and the other uh, community benefits. Um, it because it, it's there. There's such a huge push from the tobacco industry, from the very well established spirit industry in these states. Uh, It's interesting that the measure will allow patients with qualifying conditions. I mean, this is a pretty tight list, cancer, epilepsy, PTSD, and multiple sclerosis chronic pain isn't on there. And that's oftentimes when we're writing for a medical cannabis card, that's what we reach for. If somebody says they have anxiety and insomnia, then, you know, my response is, do you have any history of any type of chronic pain generator? You know, have you gone to the doctor with a complaint about back pain or foot pain or, you know, shoulder pain? Because then we can use that as as our indicator to uh, put them on medical cannabis. So this this list is, is, is pretty restrictive, but at the same time, I guess you do have to start somewhere in these States and will at least allow them to kind of move forward and then hopefully expand from there. So I'm Dr. Mary Clifton uh, reporting for high at nine news.
1: That that is ground zero for tobacco country too. So you uh, gotta, you you gotta remember that it's going to go real, real slow and real,
0: real, real conservative. Yeah. D- Dr. Mary, are those the only conditions they're allowing it for?
4: Uh, that's the list that they have here. I mean, HIV isn't on the list. Uh, you know, any other uh, chronic uh, gastrointestinal disorder where nausea. They don't even have
0: glaucoma on there.
4: No, it's a very, very short list. But so hopefully they can expand that list at least a little bit or, you know, do what DC did with that with that one week where everybody over the age of 65 that wants a card can go ahead and have one because everybody over the age of 65 has a qualifying condition
2: yeah.
4: and, and things like that that would help to build the industry. But it, they, they might go through quite a bit of growing pains to, if you, they keep their list this small.
0: I'm do just picturing
1: that you think it'll speed up if it's tied to male per, uh, reproductive rights. Like say, like it, it treats impotence, then they'll speed it up.
4: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, do we? I don't know that we have any data on that. I mean, we have data on Let's in buy some satisfaction, but I don't know yeah. that research. I had on- I,
0: I I had a doctor that used to write uh, recommendations in in my store. His name was Doctor Garfield, and he was this eighty year old dude, and he used to smoke weed, and he specifically said he smoked weed for his libido. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's a, like, the libido. The Impotence. If you tell it like male reproduction, it'll, it'll fast yeah. track. Yeah, it'll fast that's
1: track. Yes, I'm going to say research. That's
3: a good research. Idea. Idea. Yeah. Why if doesn't cannabis support know. that? Like, why doesn't the cannabis industry support the research? that The we cannabis don't? industry can't even support itself. Jesus, Liz? I know that's the fucking answer. But I'm <laughs> the, the cannabis industry I'm is not a jackass. Like, it's why the fuck, fuck can't we support yeah. research that will then uplift? You know the industry. Really?
0: The cannabis industry is like is is like is like 13 year olds living in a living in a house that their parents have abandoned them and they're just there to fiend for themselves. Yeah, Yeah. that's what the cannabis industry is.
3: God, that's such an ugly visual.
0: That's what it is. Thank
3: you. I agree
2: with Dr. Mary. I mean, this may not be the longest list of conditions out there, uh, but this is a step forward for North Carolina. They already had a uh, hemp program that they had started early on, fairly early for a lot of states to have a hemp pilot program. Um, It's going to take a lot to get this south on board. Um, And for North Carolina to go this direction, it's a good thing. It may take a little longer, but they got to see the data. Uh, They might have to buy it from, you know, Rico Lameda or something to get it moving. I don't sell
3: data.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
3: Okay. (laughs)
2: But I think I think this is a good thing. I think if North Carolina can get this moving, it may also help with their neighbor to the south. South Carolina has been pushing for it. We all know Georgia has been sucking wind trying to figure out their
4: programs. Um, So hopefully this can be a, a good catalyst.
0: Been yes, sucking South Carolina
4: wind, huh? is, moving a, uh, is moving a medical cannabis uh, forward. And I mean, it's two years later that it expands and two years later that it goes to recreational. But it's certainly better than just sitting around with absolutely nothing and keeping people in a prohibitionist era. Yeah, My not, concern with this legislation
2: that is that it only provides for 10 suppliers. Ten? Um, that's what it says. Cartel State coming.
0: Cartel State coming. I mean, you
1: know
2: I... Mean? I I know that the population of North Carolina is not huge. Uh, however, ten is. Gonna How be many tough. do they
0: allow for in Atlanta, in Georgia?
2: I don't know what the rule is. In yeah, I'm not willing, yeah. and
0: and mm-hmm. they're 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 doing these small numbers in, in in all of these states. But the reality is 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 that um the these states have. Uh, their constitution doesn't allow for a voter initiative. And so the legislature has to do it. So I'm just happy to see action and, uh, you know, in some progressive form happening for the people. I get of those it. states.
2: My concern is there's, if there's a problem in the supply chain, that's an issue when you only have 10 suppliers, that's an issue.
0: I, th- I think,
1: I, th- I think uh, people are uh, taking this, uh, they're aiming wrong on here and they need to start supplying money to the churches in the South because the churches run everything in the South. And if you get the ear of the evangelists, you will get their vote. If you get the, ear, you the you Congressional
2: Black Caucus, you're going to get this
4: done. I just had so? a uh, I just so? had a patient from Iowa have their card paid for by their pastor because the pastor yeah. said, "I know she'd benefit from it, and I want her to be legal because she's using, but she's not." You know, legal and 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 in Iowa, that like anywhere, that can be a serious right. problem. And it was her pastor who actually paid for her card on her behalf. So, you you may have a a, a strong idea there.
0: Ironically, aiding and abetting you know? too. Ironically, be aiding and abetting you know, for the for the
1: North, pastor. Carolina was the first one that gave out reparations as well. That was the last year, the year before. Hmm. Interesting.
4: North Carolina could probably do it with 10 dispensaries. I mean, it's it's a small state. All the people are concentrated around the major cities, you know, and doing a little drive into the city is something people are already doing to get to Costco every so often. So, you know, they could just do their weed run. I had a guy in Iowa ask for a THC waiver, not because he uses high THC product, but because he's like, it's 150 miles to get to the city. So when I go, I want, he was so funny because he said, I'm 72 years old and all my friends are dead (laughs) Wow! all my hookups are gone so when I go to the city I need to get a lot of weed and drive it back so I Mm -hmm. gave him the THC waiver he was really he's hilarious of course he needs a fifth grader to help him put the registration through the University of Iowa because all the downloading and uploading is complex but um I'm not through the University of Iowa through the government uh website but you know now he's a 72 year old with a THC waiver. It worked perfectly for him.
0: I wonder if that if, the, if that if that church if they could use their lose their tax exempt status for uh, for financially contributing in that way.
3: Hmm.
4: Well, I, I think you're just contributing to medical needs for one of your for one of your. Uh, well, you're
0: contributing. You're you're basically contributing yeah, to someone to be able work. to purchase a Schedule One drug. In the federal well, government.
3: Yeah, so the I optics mean, wouldn't be good to sue them. Um, I have to say, we have to take into in, uh, account the military population in North Carolina. Is quite large. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, you've got is. Fort Bragg and then a bunch of other forts. I spent my formative years on Fort Bragg, Liz Grove, my real name. Oh, thank you. Um, with Major Grove. Thank you. Major Grove. Yeah. But Ooh. it does. It's Major Grove's Major, Major my uh-oh. dad.
0: Hold yeah. on, hold Mander on, grow. Oh! major grow going down thank you. We, got, we got a gross really going good. on here i
3: needed to hear that thank
4: there's you there's so much liz love in the room today i oh. mean the fruit the grit green the fruit sweater
0: yeah she's matching her background
4: that's right that's right
0: yeah.
3: trying to figure it Just out
0: Broken the troll patrol yeah, <laughs> yeah i love you guys oh, yeah. i
3: love exactly. being here yeah fuck yeah but man north carolina raise up take your shirt
4: yeah. off
0: we got it. How would you do it? How no, how you yeah, do it? yeah, that's right. The Can't PD like Pablo. The that's yeah. right. Can't like the helicopter. Yeah, North Carolina, take your shirt off, wave yeah. around like or, yeah. a helicopter. Crazy yeah. Memories yeah. in the club. Oh, cool. um, man. Off in the cliff. Uh, well, mm-hmm. thank you all for getting high at nine with us every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific and high noon on the East Coast. Big thank you to our audience and supporters for always tuning in daily and listening. To what is the insanity that is the developing cannabis industry thank you to all of our haters for still talking about us because we have the most immaculate pieces of property rent-free inside of your head huge thank you to true classic ispire wizard trees dna genetics laxcc for helping us keep everything rocking and rolling thank you to our correspondents for being absolutely amazing and thank you to cannabis for giving us a reason to do all of this on a daily basis just for you thank you to cloud media partners house of fuego green street and zaza simone brown holding us down in clubhouse oh yeah and thank you all for getting high at nine with us it's america's number one daily cannabis news show